FMX Network Production. It's the Renthal Reaction Show for breaking moto news, hot topics, and moto by the minute. Welcome, everybody, to another edition of the Renthal Reaction Podcast. This one's a biggie. Uh, email dropped, uh, PR dropped this afternoon. Ken Roxon to pause 2022 AMA Supercross campaign. And uh, that's a Renthal rider as well. So lots to get into when it comes to this. Hasn't been uh, a good season for, for Roxon at all. And uh, we'll talk about that and uh, maybe throw in some chiz news at the end as well. Thank you to the folks at Renthal. Uh, Chase Sexton, Ken Roxon, Cooper Webb, Marvin Muskan, Aaron Plessinger, Adam C. Cirillo, Jason Anderson, and so on and so forth. The champions that have used Renthal past and present are deep and long. And uh, thank you to folks at Renthal. If you're in the market for some bars, sprockets, chains, grips, You've probably already used Renthal products over the years if you have a dirt bike and you know they're there you know that they are that good. So Renthal.com, they got a bar for you, they got a bar bend for you and uh, a style and a look that you want. Renthal.com for more information. All right, uh, with me to talk about this is uh factory uh former national championship winning mechanic, Paul Perbinos. What's up, Paul? Hey Steve, how's it going? Well, this has certainly uh, turned us uh upside down here. So Obviously, look, Roxon's been a big source of uh, chatter in all my shows. He has uh, more outside the top 10 finishes in 2022 than he's had in his whole career. Uh, he won Anaheim 1, which seems amazing looking back on it. And now the release has dropped. Uh, Renthal, uh, or sorry, Roxon to pause 2022 AMA Supercross campaign. Uh, basically says here he'll, he's going to take the time off to see specialists and work on recovery. Uh, his on-track performance has suffered as he's dealt with health issues. He was on the Pulp Show after the Anaheim win. Mentioned that he was sick, not with COVID, before the year. Could not believe he won Anaheim. Uh, and then he said he got, and then in the press release here, he got uh, COVID around San Diego, just after the San Diego round, and he hasn't been able to put those issues behind him. And rather than risk a downward spiral in health and morale, he and his team have made the difficult decision for him to withdraw. During his hiatus, Roxon will seek professional treatment from specialists he has worked with in the past, including some in Europe. His exact return date will depend on how the process goes. And uh, massive blow to Honda, massive blow to the series. I mean, look, he... Hasn't done what uh, he expected to do, nor Honda, but still, Paul, he's a huge name in our sport, and this is this is a big deal. Yeah, absolutely right. Like we we're all Ken Roxon fans, and and he's a um, he's a staple in our sport globally. Um, so yeah, this is this this sucks to see, um, but honestly. <laughs> he's not happy with his results right neither is honda so if this is what it takes to get back on track then i don't blame them at all as a as a fan as a as a friend even as a sponsor um uh yeah there's not a lot um to go on from the pr um he simply just doesn't seem healthy enough and i think uh you know i think honda's been doing everything they can to try to get him as comfortable as they can on the motorcycle um i really don't I personally don't feel it's a question of motorcycle. I mean, uh, as far as Honda goes, everybody on their team has won a race this year. And that's something I think that to me, in my eyes, throws the, the, the motorcycle part of it out a little bit. I think it's, it's, it's Kenny. Um, no other team has, has, has said that has been able to say that this year that all their riders have won a race. So, um, <clears throat> yeah, I mean, we need, we need Kenny back at full strength for sure. I hope he can sort it out, right? He's he's been having issues for a while now, and and uh, perhaps the rigors of our schedule, you know, however many races we have each year, not many weeks off, is is a lot for him to handle um, in the current body he has, all his post injuries. So, it's a blow for sure. But um, 
yeah, I don't know, man. What what do you do? Well, I I know he hasn't been happy with the motorcycle. You, you know, you're 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 saying that you don't fall in that camp, and and I. And I tend to side with you because, you know, he won Anaheim and this thing, uh, this bike isn't any different from last year's where he was, uh, you know, a close second in the series. I just know that this year the bike hasn't been where he wanted it. He's gone down in the whoops a few times. He's just been riding kind of lackluster. Look, you can you can say like, uh, hey, uh, you know, that Ken Roxon doesn't have it anymore. And some of that may be true, but he he didn't lose the speed in one season in one off season so as he gets older and as everything else uh goes on i understand roxon slipping a bit that's natural but we're talking you know he's slipping to places outside the top 10 here he's crashing something has been going on uh uh paul with ken roxon and so yeah probably the best to just pause it but i i i don't subscribe at all to the theory uh, out there on social media already that he just doesn't have it anymore and he doesn't have heart in it and he's giving up. There's obviously something going on. Yeah, I mean, I think he's too special and too good of a rider to to um to say that about. I don't think the decline would be this drastic or that he's heartless or anything like that. Um yeah, like we touched on the bike, I don't feel it's the bike. Um so I think, you know, it, it needs it should it is him, I think, in this situation, and that's what they're saying in the press release and mm-hmm. kind of goes to it goes with everything he's been telling the media, right? Like um he was surprised by his Anaheim one win. He picked up some sort of illness in December that really limited his prep, so he was really surprised at Anaheim. Um <clears throat> obviously he dealt with COVID in between San Diego and Anaheim three, I think, or two came after San Diego and Anaheim two wasn't a good finish for him either. So, I mean, I think he's been truthful with us and, you know, just from the Honda side, like they, they pen, they pay and hire Ken Roxon to win races and be in the hunt for a title. And he's not doing that right now. And it's, and it's, you know, that's not only being, that is not only detrimental to Kenny's confidence and his morale, but to the team's morale as well. Right. They have, they have mm-hmm. three other race winners on their team and they need to know that, um, and feel that they're doing the right things and they're competitive. Um, and you know, they're not going to be excited when Kenny comes off the track with a ninth again or something, right? Like they want to be getting trophies every weekend. So, um, it's gotta be tough for everybody involved to see him kind of be performing in this light, um, or in this fashion. And, uh, I, I honestly think they're going to take the time to reset, let Kenny figure himself out. I think they'll use the extra bandwidth they have around the shop with the freed up staff to get a jump on outdoor testing, um, and try to come out at Paula with a Ken Roxon that's in the hunt for the win. Like that's what, that's what he's paid to do. That's what he needs to do. So if this is what it takes to do that. Um, you, you know, he yeah, did, he did skip it. all the outdoors a couple of years back, right? He skipped the whole motocross season, uh, came out looking pretty good. Um, you know, came back from some pretty, pretty, uh, pretty significant missed time and looked as good as ever. Um, so his, his rebound from this could potentially be just as good. Um, and we don't have any more information than kind of what we told you on this on this PR that came out. But do you think it's the rest of Supercross? I, I would bet on it being the rest of Supercross if I had to. Oh yeah, I, I would I would bet money that it's a hundred percent. We won't see him in Supercross anymore this year. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. I, I I think the earliest we can look for him will be at Paula at the opener of the MX series. Um, yeah, yeah, definitely. I don't. I don't. I think. I think he's done with Supercross this year. Yeah, yeah. So that'll be interesting to see. You know, outdoors is hard too, right? So if he can get this health figured out and 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 get back on it, then then I I think 
if he can figure it out, I, I, I don't see why he can't be just as good as ever, Paul, in my eyes. Yeah, I mean, and, and and you said it already. When he took that time off before, he came back and and was improved, right? So there is that track record and that history of if if he needs the time, he he will improve. Um, obviously, you don't ever want to see him miss races, and um, you know there'll be people upset about that. But I mean, I'm sure, you know, I'm sure he'll be getting a discount in pay during this time that he's not racing and not performing, or he'll have to do some sort of other mm-hmm. obligations to fulfill his end and. And obviously that is still better than the situation he finds himself in racing. Yeah. 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 It'll be uh it'll be a really tough blow. Now for you, Renthal is a big sponsor of Honda. Uh, do you think they fill it in? Is it somebody that something that you w- would, would see a fill in guy for them? I, I personally don't, um, you know, just speaking specifically to our agreement with, with Renthal or I'm sorry, with Honda, we do have a, uh, a minimum rider on the track each weekend type thing, but they're still going to be satisfying that with the riders that they have on the team. Yep. Um, I don't see them, you know, putting Brayton on the bike or I don't see no, them taking, no. you know, taking another guy and putting him there. I just, I just see it as a chance for them to free up some bandwidth, like I said earlier and, and get a jump start on outdoor testing. I don't, I don't think we'll see anybody on the 94 bike. Yeah. Yeah. I, I don't see a, a reasonable solution for that either. Like you said, they got the Lawrence brothers, Chase Sexton, you know, all of that. So, but yeah, man, this is another, another up and down moment for Ken Roxa. Um, as we said, you know, the arms and, you know, I've, I've often, look, I've been on the record. I, I think he's done with Honda at the end of the year. His contract is up. Um, I think he's just going to, you know, try to get himself better. And, and it's maybe time for both parties to go their separate ways on this. But until then, there's 12 Lucas Oil Pro Motocross Championship races coming up that Kenny could win a few of those if not the championship, if he can figure this out. But you got to think a little bit with your Ken. You know, again, I believe this is real. I believe he's suffering something. He doesn't lose. You know, you're not going to lose all that skill in a half a season or an off season. Um, you got to be stressed a little bit because of those contract situation and everything else. So, Yeah, I mean, if you're Ken, yeah, right now I would I would assume it would be he's going to have to wait until his return to outdoors to um, – negotiate another deal for next year i would assume i mean um but yeah he can still i i don't see any reason why he can't put this behind him and be a title contender outdoors and and race for his country at destinations at redbud and yeah yeah put it all behind him but it's this is a this is just a spiral of of yeah and 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 just you know exiting the series is is never something easy or that you want to do right like i'm sure he's tore up about it too but but if you continue to stay in it through the rest of the year and then you have two weeks between Salt Lake City and Hangtown and yeah. you're like you're not giving yourself the opportunity to, to 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 fix the issue and return back to the form that everybody needs you to be at. Yeah. You know, there's there's a lot of whispers that, you know, ever since the arm surgeries, Kenny himself has set us out a few times. Just his body's never been the same uh, uh, immunity-wise uh, since the all the surgeries. He's had eight of them or something on his elbows and arms, right? Um, and every time yeah. they go in there and, and they make a cut and they they do things, your body's at risk. And it's almost like since the surgeries, he's been playing with house money and he's been great. Now, we've sat here and watched him fade from the lead and watched Cooper Webb snatch some races from him and, and all of that and thrown our arms up and wondered what was going on. But at the end of the day, this dude – had surgery, had eight surgeries on arms, and maybe everything else was house money. And you know what I mean. This this might be it. This could be it uh, if he can't figure it out. Yeah, I mean, 
I guess it could be. Um, I I don't see it. I think mm-hmm. who who knows? Honestly, yeah, yeah, yeah. who knows? Yeah. That we're really no, yeah, speculating. Yeah. No, so I know. Knows, I know. Yeah. yeah. No, I'm saying. Yeah. You know, speculating on him leaving Honda, I'm speculating that he'll never get this figured out and he walks away because sure. this guy has had a lot of a lot of problems. Um, sure, yeah, know, and, so, and I mean, in his head, if he can't if he can't be that guy um, that he obviously wants to be and strives to be, uh, you mm-hmm. know, a race winner, a title contender, it, it might just be. It, it, it might not be that he wants to be at the races if he can't be that guy, but maybe he's still, maybe he's okay not being that guy and still going to the races. Who knows? That's yeah. inside of him to figure out. Yeah. Yep. yep. And yeah, we're just speculating, but right. Um, I just, I just hope that we can sort it out and, and be good at Paula. That's, I think that's important. Yeah. It, it, it'll, uh, it definitely, he's always had outdoors come easier to him, but, uh, man, more, more up and down stuff to talk about when it comes to Ken Roxon, like just the things that this guy's been through and done in our sport, man. Yeah, it's been a hell of a hell of a journey for him and and a rough road for sure. So I, I'm sure he's not stoked and proud of the situation he's in right now. But what do you do? Like, um, yeah, I think is he's they've obviously come to a decision. This is what they're going to do. So hopefully yeah. we can get better. Yeah, yeah, and we've we've seen it happen before. And maybe he comes back and figures it out and 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 you know becomes better than ever. Um, Real bummer, though, for sure. He has not looked the same, and I, I'm almost – I'm not relieved that they're doing this, but, like, it, w- what was going on couldn't keep happening. Something – he either figures it out medically and fixes it, or what happens today happens where he takes a pause because what was going on wasn't working for anybody. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. No, you're, you're, you're right, 100%. Yep. Um, all right, Renthal Reaction, Renthal.com. We'll see what happens next in uh, Ken Roxon's uh, uh, career. We do not think Honda fills in anybody, and we think if we both had to bet that he is out for all of Supercross. Um, so we'll yeah. see We'll see more from that. Another thing to touch on, uh, Paul, uh, again, Renthal.com. Please check that out. Uh, chains, sprockets. I saw those sprockets on a KTM Parabinos. They got a mm-hmm. new design, but that is a KTM-branded Renthal sprocket. Yeah, that's um, that's something that we're starting to mix in with the MXGP teams, and I think you'll slowly start to see it on um, some of the KTM group teams over here in the future. And and yeah, that's a power part specific design that we designed for KTM power parts for them to sell through their catalog. It's Renthal made. Um, yeah, still kind of like okay. your normal Renthal sprocket, yeah. just with a slightly different design specific to them, so wow. that they can sell through their dealer network. Anytime you guys change the look of a sprocket, it's been sort of iconic, right? We're gonna it's gonna catch people's yeah. eyes. So, yeah, absolutely, yeah. And the sprocket's been same for a while, and and yeah, we're constantly working on new revisions and new new uh, ideas. But man, there's not an awful lot you can do with a sprocket and especially the iconic rental design that we have and the strength that comes with it. Um, not a ton you can do there. So you, uh, you were on the pulp show talking about cloth pads too. They're coming. Very exciting. Very exciting. Yeah. Cloth pads are in the works. Um, distributors, distributors have purchased them. So they're, they're not in transit yet, but they're, they're in the works. Um, so pretty soon all, all the vintage guys out there, all the two stroke retro builds can have something to authenticate their build. And, and, uh, yeah, the cloth bar pads are, are coming soon. And we also, you know, we got something new and exciting coming soon in the next probably, what is this, four or five supercrosses? We'll, 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 yeah, that'll and, be happening. End so. of April, I think. Looking forward to that, too. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Sometime in April. So that'll be um, exciting, I think, and impactful. People won't, won't miss it. So yeah. you'll see it. Um, yeah, you definitely you won't miss it. <laughs> right, right. Um, 
All right, something else to talk about. We had Kyle Chisholm on the Pulp MX show. Uh, 63-year-old Kyle Chisholm's going back to the 250 class. Uh, Star Yamaha called him up. And uh, if you know anything about Star, you'd love this story he told on the show, Paul, where he said Bobby Reagan called him and was like, hey, do you want to fill in? And first he was like, uh, yeah, I don't know. I got to check with my sponsors, you know, that, that pay him money, uh, helmets and gear and, and other people. And uh, the owner of Star, Bobby Reagan, as she has told on the show, was like, just come up here. We'll figure that out later. <laughs> so, yeah, that sounds right. Yeah, that sounds pretty right. But uh, he, he talked about how the bike was felt like a 450. <laughs> he talked about that. It was his first day on it <laughs> yesterday. Um, first of all, I guess I'll start with you. I, I talked about this on my show, but I'll start with you, Parabinos. You know a lot about what's going on in the industry. Surprised that they called Chiz up for this? Um, <clears throat> you know, I don't know. I thought about this a few ways, and and it's – it brought me back around to, to Weege's, um, story about supercross trending older. And I mean, there's just not much new good talent you can trust to be better than Kyle. I think in that position, I mean, you're getting a veteran guy that, um, and, and yeah, I think I, I actually went and looked up the rules when I heard he was going to go there because I thought it was top 20 and yeah, points couldn't participate, but I think somewhere along the line, they changed it to top 15. Yeah, I, yeah. I noticed that too. And there was no strike throughs or anything. And I was like, huh, this is, this got changed without being announced or, or, yeah. or at least, yeah, usually it, there's a strike through in the rules where you can see what changes were made or they bold things or put things in red when changes were made. And none of that in the situation here. So it was for yeah. sure top 20. I'm positive on that. Oh, a, yeah. A hundred percent positive. Yeah. Right, right. Um, and I, maybe it changed in the off season when Vince Freese campaigned to go back to the 250 class. Um, maybe that's when the rules were rewritten because, you know, Kyle was a, is a, was a 16 to 20 guy and Vince Fries was a 16 to 20 guy. So maybe they rewrote the rules when mm-hmm. Vince was campaigning to go back to the 2B class this year. So, um, yeah, he is eligible to race obviously. And, and, um, he's going to be a solid fill in. I think he's going to do, I mean, I haven't seen Kyle ride a 250 F I couldn't even tell no, you. No, Hey, listen, you forgot about this. He wrote for the 5150 team, like in 19, 2019. He wrote 250 West. 2019. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. I don't remember that. Yep. Yeah, he <laughs> um, he wrote he dropped down from Moto Concepts and then he he stuck around for the for the um let me let me pull up the exact year. He pulled that stuck around for the uh 5150 team as well. He rode West. Well, I mean I I think he's going to do fine. Honestly, he'll probably be a a 4 to 10 guy every oh, single weekend, I think. Okay. No problem. Uh yeah, sorry, 2018. I, I 2018. Oh, okay, 2018. But yeah, I, I'm. I'll guess four to ten somewhere in there um, on that bike in that class. And uh, yeah, I mean, Star has been been just stru- stricken down with so many injuries. They probably wanted somebody that could be a little bit of a rock instead of. And that was already riding a Yamaha, right? The transition shouldn't be super tough. He's been riding a Yamaha, and they should be able to plug him right in, and he'll be a main event staple, top ten staple guy. Um, that sounds like it was pretty easy to bring him over to the team given his current arrangement. So. Um, yeah, they obviously have some contract obligations to fulfill is why they're putting somebody on the bike. Cause they have no two fifties on the track right now. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, I think it's cool for Kyle. It's, it's, it's inspirational to a lot of old guys that ride, right? Like, I mean, here's this, this old veteran guy that's going to get a shot on the, on arguably the best two fifty F team in the sport. Um, which is pretty cool. So uh, I'm stoked for Kyle and I hope he does well. You have a little bit higher uh, expectations than we did on the show. We were saying, you know, seven to twelve. 
You said four to oh. four to ten. Yeah, yeah, I think so. I think he will be. Okay. I think he'll be easy. I mean, just especially. I know the races are five minutes shorter, um, and that could hurt him, and he could lose a lot of ground in the beginning if he's not super sendy. But I, I still feel his veteran savvy is going to take him to the top ten every time, no matter what. And and on a good night, yeah, I could see him up in the top five. These dudes just getting chizzed on. These kids not even knowing what's going on. They won't. They won't know. Yeah, and they'll, they'll blow by him in practice. They won't see him in the beginning of the race, but then here yeah. we go. Three minutes before the end, there's going to be this number eleven behind him, and they'll they'll just be. Yeah, they yeah. won't know what to do with him. Yeah. No. Exactly. Right. Uh, all right. Um, well, sounds interesting. That'll be something to watch for sure. And uh, best wishes to uh, to Kenny on figuring out and uh, the Honda guys as well. That really sucks when uh, you're missing one of your star riders for sure. And the sports sports worse off for it. So. Uh, and, and one less guy running Renthal bars out there in the main event. So um, Exactly. We don't like that. So. No. Uh, Renthal.com, a fraction of a second, a few grams, a couple of millimeters. It all counts. Welcome to the winning world of Renthal. Uh, all right. Thanks for joining me, Paul. Appreciate it. And, uh, yeah, everybody, we will uh, see you at another podcast. Thanks, man. All right. Take care.